welcome back to this week's edition of Man. Are you serious? <laughs> All right, I'm leaving it this time. And uh, my name's Kevin. And today, uh, Jet. I almost just called you Jeff because we've been talking about our future plans. Jake, just the facts himself, is on board. How you guys doing? And today we're gonna. It's super laid back uh, because of our the way our work week goes on a holiday. Changed everything. The usual Wednesday that would be set up for either DJ or Jeff or whatever didn't lay out quite so well. So yeah, it really sucks to have to work yeah. four days in a row. I know, right? People can't relate to that struggle. <laughs> Who can relate? It, yeah, it's really just hardcore. But what? It's just gonna be just just two good old buddy old pals with the mic moved down, chitter chatting about uh, chitter chatting about what it means to be an old soul, <laughs> and what. <laughs> Yeah. which i'm not but no no neither of us are really I that don't old i think but... that applies i don't even really think we have any friends that would be like old souls i mean frankie's an 80 year old white I mean, she's, man yeah. but that's Frank, not frankie's old in a in a young person's body but, <laughs> but not an old soul she you know is... like people who are into like really classy shit and you're like why why yeah. we, we don't have any like james bond friends no no i mean to a degree Craig could be almost considered an old soul. I mean, no. he's corny as all shit. I mean, he's a he's a goofball. I'm not saying he's not a goofball. Craig is. But... Craig doesn't have any like high class taste or anything. He's like no, but he. Okay, yeah, maybe he's not. I'm trying. I just I want to have a friend like that, and I'm just you. You elevate Craig maybe a little higher. I than love you should. Craig the, so much. The dude ain't nothing but hot dogs for ten years. I love people I don't know. Is my yeah. thing. Like if I don't know you, I get very excited about getting uh, to know you. The the Craig's my, in my hot spot. My my favorite thing about Craig, and he's gone over this a little bit. But he used to not be able to not picture any mental image you gave him. Like, so if you started talking about something, he would have to sit there and really like, think it through. If you started, like, if you started talking about, like, if you described your own dick to him, mm-hmm. he would have that mental image in his head oh. forever. He's got no shut off. He's got, yeah, he cannot filter things I out. I mean, that's kind of fun, I guess. That would be fun to. Okay. Like, it got to the point with him where I would have like trigger words I could say, and he would immediately picture that that's like awesome. disgusting thing. So I mean. I don't know. My favorite thing about Craig was when you first introduced him to me, you told me he had a husband and I like lost my <laughs> mind about how cool that was. I was just like, oh, that's awesome. And now he doesn't. And I'm sad. And to, he, he didn't. He, I mean, he had a husband, but he wasn't gay. What does it mean to be gay? All right. Uh, I mean, I think it means to. Uh, but what does it mean? Right. What does it mean? Yeah, exactly. So uh, I don't know why we're talking about Craig. Oh, old souls. Um, Yeah, I just. I don't know. I can. I've had friends in the past who are just like over the top eighty year old people who just like enjoy Elvis Presley and eat mm-hmm. mayonnaise sandwiches for dinner and stuff like that or something. Well, have you is ever that seen... really an old soul eating mayonnaise sandwiches? Yeah, well, I mean, or is that you... just being a poor person? Have you ever seen? No, no, no. Like Good Mythical Morning does it all the time. Uh, cookbooks and recipes from the fifties, oh, the forties. Yeah. Like ninety percent of them are just mayo based. I do remember watching. They did a. Uh, it was like cocktail foods from a di- from different eras. And they did the shuffleboard. Yeah. Okay, so they've done a few of those. They also did one that was uh, old Christmas recipes, and that okay. was a funny one. But anyways, it's it's all mayo. It's all like canned foods and vegetables and meats, and that was everything because at that time, you were a you were expecting the the nuclear fallout. Well, yeah, a you were being conservative and shit like that because of war and stuff like that and this was the stuff that was mm-hmm. cheap and available b the industrial age was at like its peak just can everything we, we also, can can it all yeah and and see it was like uh quick dinners mm-hmm. you know it was uh, what can i throw together with this stuff yeah so, that was the generation where you know both parents were always working so yeah or or even then shit like these recipes are some of them are really funny like one of them was like a jello uh chicken salad 
like I'm, like mayo and and relish and chicken and then like gelatin and put it in a bunt pan and create. Oh, Jesus. So, anyways, that would be a nightmare. For so, me. mayo sandwiches are an old soul. If you enjoy just sitting down, <laughs> scooping tubs into your mouth, you're a cool person, and that's awesome. But that's not what I'm referencing. So, what I wanted to bring up was something I was thinking about when pretty much any time we talk to Albert. So you it's a it's an endless cycle a never-ending cycle of you saying something to someone younger than than you saying Mm -hmm. something to them them not believing it and then a few years later realizing it's true it's a never-ending cycle regardless of how stupid or smart either on person is on either end like when you're a teenager your parents says something like don't buy the stupid exhaust for your car it won't matter and then when you're 30 and you're driving like a civic with your family you're like yeah, I guess that was kind it of really dumb. Yeah, matter, yeah, yeah. I guess I was dumb for doing that. And that's a never-ending cycle. And it doesn't... There's not like a standard age. So we... I'm 27. You're going to mm-hmm. be 27, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, are not old by any standard. Nope. Not young but by we're most... we're old enough to know better. Yeah, well, sure. Not young by most standards. Um, but we can kind of find ourselves... So sometimes you'll go up to someone older than you and say something. And they'll be like, you don't know nothing, kid. And you're like, I'm not a... F- what? Yeah. Which you do pretty much from the moment you turn like 12 until forever. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, not, not, not last year, the year before that, I got carded to go see Deadpool. That makes sense. If, I mean, were you clean shaven? <laughs> I'm always clean shaven. Well, you had it coming. Uh, yeah, that happened to me a few years ago, not Deadpool, but a few years ago, I just, like, I could grow a goatee and that mm-hmm. was about it. And I clean shaved it all nice and fresh and I'd gotten a haircut. So I had short hair and I got carded for a PG 13 movie. PG 13? Yeah, not like, not like carded, like they didn't trust me, but carded like, we're just just making sure. The, the, just just, just double checking. At least I got a card for an R rated movie. Uh, yeah, that's true. But actually, I feel like the goatee, like the clean shaven goatee, feel it's like the kid who started growing facial. I was like, <laughs> and they try to. I can grow facial yeah, hair they, now, guys. I'm they older. They try to skate by the little. So like, I, I can get that. I'll have this uh, park it a packet of Marlboro Reds, please. <laughs> uh, how old are you? What? Don't you see the beard? <laughs> don't you see all this exactly. hair on my face? Now, I had a friend in high uh, school who literally looked like a forty year old man. We, uh, no, so we had something similar. Kid didn't look old. Mm -hmm. He looked like a baby, but he could grow a beard in eighth grade, like a full beard. And he he was one of those kids who purposely always had it really long just because he could, Mm -hmm. you know, like look at me. And he had like the the Duck Dynasty beard. Not that long, but like a solid foot off his face in eighth grade. And, but you looked at him and you (laughs) instantly knew. He couldn't pull off the look at the beard. I mean, Mm -hmm. just like. Was he a chunky guy? Uh, port. I feel like they're always a chunky yeah. guy. Like <laughs> I kind of imagine Action Bronson is this guy in my head now. He looked like a cuter Action Bronson. Mm-hmm. Not to say Action, Action Bronson. Because Action Bronson, he has that baby face though. Yeah, he's super like the the big eyes and the big cheeks, yeah. and then just like the most straggly. Wait beard. till you, wait till DJ shaves his beard next weekend because he's shaving it next weekend for the for wedding. The, for the wedding, okay. And that's oh, you're God. gonna. I love shaved. D- I've never seen he, it fully. I've seen it down, but never fully. He has the biggest baby face. Oh God, that's gonna be so good. I can't wait for that. But anyways, what I was saying was, yeah, from the moment you turn 12 on, you're not a kid, but Mm -hmm. you're always going to be a kid to the person older than you. Mm -hmm. And at what point, my thinking is never, do you finally start accepting the quote unquote wisdom you're getting from older people? I think it always, for me, it always depends depends on what it is. Like if it seems reasonable to me, I'll, I'll keep, keep in mind. See, I, but if I, it goes counter to what I want to do, I'm probably going to yes, you know, ignore so, it. So most things, because <laughs> that's usually when that kind of advice comes up, is when mm-hmm. you have a plan or a purchase or uh, yeah. activity that you want to do, and someone's like, I don't know if I'd do that. So, so a bit, probably the first example that comes to mind of this is like, you know, 
Albie probably goes to bed at midnight, one o'clock every night. Yeah, I think that's what he said. I want to go to bed at nine. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. And you tell him that he's like, that's too early. And I mean, even for me, like that feels too like that feels wrong to me. Mm-hmm. But I want to do but it. But your body's like ready yeah. for it. You're like, OK, I'm well. So what happens to me is this camping trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bring it up and Warren is super cool, but he he's done a lot of camp and all stuff. So he's telling me all these stories about how to be careful. I'm like mm-hmm. in my head, I'm like, Warren, I've, I go all the t- I go a few <laughs> times each summer on my own. It's it's very yeah, you're, like you're a professional camper. Yeah, at this I'm, point. I'm pro. And it's very like backwoods camping, you know, like no tents, mm-hmm. no sleeping or no, we get sleeping bags, no tents, no air mattresses, none of that stuff. Like mm-hmm. what you can carry is and I have a lot of fun with it. But he spent like an hour like walking me through how to be careful for bears and are you guys going to try fishing? Well, if you want to find them this big and you don't want to ca- get caught with it, I'm like, okay, Warren, I get it. I'm with you, but just like, and now I feel like I'm going to see a bear and I'm going to get eaten and I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, oh Warren, Warren, you done did warn me. <laughs> he taught me right. But he, and I didn't listen because I'm a, I'm a damn youth. There are certain things that no matter how off they sound in my head, I will believe them coming from the right person, right? Okay. I know that was kind of a round, a really roundabout way of saying whatever I just said, because I don't even know what I just said. But like, okay. But like, so like, if I'm given fishing advice from my grandfather, I'm going to believe it no okay. matter what. Yeah, he's fished his whole life. Yeah. Which, by the way, when are we gonna do a lobster? He doesn't. When are we going to do lobster? Yeah, lobster pot. We're gonna. Do oh, like when we're just gonna. I don't know. I can ask my grandfather if he knows a guy, if he sells a hookup. I was uh, I was at uh, Ocean State Job Lot, and they have stock pots. The mm-hmm. big, yeah, the big, the big for lobster like twenty pots. bucks. Yep. I was like, I, I almost bought one, and then I was like, well, maybe yeah, I'll wait. The, the only the thing time. is, I'm I'm never gonna buy lobster like retail. No, and I don't really want to buy it from a store either. I'll buy it from the docks though. It's more expensive than what your grandfather's capable of getting, but probably yeah. It's it's like four or five bucks a pound. It's cheap as shit. No, four or five bucks a pound is good. Yeah, it's 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 really. I'm in Maine. We got it. What last time I was there, uh, we went down to the docks in Maine. We got it for like a buck twenty nine a pound mm-hmm. or something. And that was like at the end of the day and the lobsters, they didn't get rid of that day. And we're yeah. like, oh yeah, give them to us. I mean, my grandfather used to just be given coolers of lobster just Lobsters. for helping people out. Like he, uh, I'm not sure if he, he doesn't do it as much anymore. Now he has his own boat and can just go fish whenever he want. But he was kind of like the, uh, he was the guy you want on your boat. Like he was the good luck charm of the dock. The, 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 for, what was it? Forrest Gump when they're out and the rainstorm <laughs> comes and they're like, oh, it's going to happen. And then all of a sudden they have these big ass <laughs> things full of shrimp. Well, in Forrest Gump, it's because every other uh, ship Your grandpa's Lieutenant Dan. That's what you're telling me. And I trust it. But that... I mean, so he, that, I mean he almost did become Lieutenant Dan. One time he crushed his legs with his own car. <sighs> he went to son. work after that. Doesn't he do a lot of stupid stuff? Didn't he, like, break his hand on something or something? He put an axe through his foot. <sighs> grandpa. Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> What's his name? Phil. That doesn't work as well. We're going to roll with Lieutenant Dan. There's Papa Tom and Lieutenant Dan <laughs> doing it up over there. But I'm like that with certain, but in the reverse. My little brother, I'll trust him anything mechanically. Okay. I'm like, Trav, my car sounds funky. And he's like, it's fine. I'm like, it's fine. All <laughs> it's right. good now, yeah. I'm driving no issues. But if someone else is like, you should get that checked out. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Travis told me it's fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to trust him. And I probably shouldn't, but I do it with everything. Mm-hmm. So I get that. But I'm just saying it's, it's, it kind of struck me today how stupid people are. Across the board. Everyone's dumb because they think they know. Yeah. Even myself. I do it all the time. I do it daily. I'm like, and we do it to our wives. Our wives are not intelligent people. But <laughs> but they'll question us like six times and you just be like, seriously, do you do I have to? Everyone, I get real. We only trust about... Google. Yeah. So I'm like, really, do I have to look this up right now? I'm not going through this again. But they don't trust you. Yeah, I get real indignant about it too when I yeah. know I'm right. I know. Oh, gosh. It, it, it really gets under my really uh tugs my gruff ew is that a, what's a gruff uh, i feel like i've heard that before well gruff like when you say something like gruff it's like uh 
a real like oh McGruff the crime dog. No, like you think of like That's a John Wayne type person. Yeah, yeah. So if you're tugging on a gruff, you don't want to. I mean, some a, people want to tug on John but Wayne. But even probably, then, they but... still. He, I bet he seems like an angry lover. So if you're tugging, <laughs> if you're man, tugging his gruff, he's gonna pull a six shooter. Oh no, not a six shooter! Come on. That's not good. Although I did learn through education about the refractory period, which oh, yeah? is how long it takes between sexual climaxes for people. Women basically don't have they don't one. Have one yeah. Some some do, but even then it's short. Actually, with most women, the fir- after the first time it comes even quicker. Yeah, see? And then with men, it's like the shortest time for most men, which uh, this is uh, average. You mean the like, average for most men? No, the average shortest. So like okay. when you're at your peak is like 15 to 20 minutes. Okay. And it just gets longer from then on out. It just ta- it takes longer and longer from then on out. So in that case, Kevin's an old soul. I'm an old soul. I just, <laughs> just from the bottom of my heart, I just always knew I was eating mayo sandwiches and taking two to three days to please my lady, just like in the old days. Ayo. That's what they did. I don't mind. I, mean, uh, I think in the old days they didn't even care about pleasing the ladies. That's true. That's true. Have you seen? No, you haven't. Uh, you should really watch Shape of Water. Okay. It takes place in like the 50s, and there's this scene. Uh, where the bad guy, it's fucked up. He, I don't want to tell you. I don't want to okay. tell you. I don't want to tell you. Just know it's it's. It ain't it, right. It, it's on what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Not about it's. It's really messed up. Like I'm. It makes me. I really am happy I wasn't alive back then. Even though they claim that's like the greatest generation. Like, Every generation claims that it was the greatest generation. See, it's like what I was just saying earlier. Until I mean, I've, I've later. So I've brought that up multiple times. Is no generation is really the problem. All right. So here's the thing. Let me tell you this. Quinn Quinn laid it out for me just fine. Which so one's Quinn? Brian Quinn is uh, from Impractical Jokers. Okay. He's the one with long hair. Yep. Uh, he's talking about it on TSD, and I really like the way he said this. So they're talking about gun rights, right? Okay. They're talking about all that stuff. And it's getting real heated. Everybody's got their opinions, yada, yada. And all of these kids are out right now. Well, I guess it's kind of faded, but, you know, a month ago, two months ago, it was really mm-hmm. big after the floor the shooting and all that stuff. Shooting, yeah. yeah, and the, the survivors are out there petitioning yeah. and, and doing all their rallies and stuff like that. And Quinn goes on this like mini rant about let them like Mm -hmm. they're setting up their future. If it doesn't work out, that's on them. If it works out really well, that's on them. It's their future. You're already past it because these guys are all 50. These guys are all in. Well, Quinn's in his Quinn's in his early 40s. Uh, Brian and Walt are both in their mid 50s. Okay. so he's like, you're past that. You don't have to worry about that. You're literally coasting at this point. Yeah. Just like once you hit 40, the rest of your life is just following the norm. You're no longer. I mean, people will say they do. And Bernie Sanders is out here at 80, like banging gavels and stuff. But I do love me some Bernie Sanders. Oh God, I love Bernie Sanders. That's going to turn off some people, but I just love Bernie Sanders. <laughs> uh, but anyways, and, he, and he's going on about, you know, you, you had your chance to do what you wanted mm-hmm. for your generation. And that's behind you. Let them do it. And if it fucks up, people are dying every day because the criminals got guns or whatever. They'll yeah. fix it or the generation behind them will fix it. Yeah. The biggest thing I hate about the whole gen- like the generation war basically is like, you know, the Gen X and the baby boomers. They're like, you know, millennials are the problem. Mm-hmm. Millennials are like, you know, Gen Xers, you raised us. So how are we the problem? You raised us to be like this. And yeah. no one's really the problem. Just everyone wants to blame someone. Well, that, and There are problems that have that are the result of previous generations, but it's not... Like, well, that and traditions can be more harmful than good as times change. Yeah. So just because, well, a big you know, example of you know tra- how traditions can be harmful is the big, uh, you know, in corporate America, you know, you're not supposed to talk about your uh, your income. Yeah. And that was actually a standard that was implemented by 
like CEOs and like the higher ups and corporations to basically wage gouge people. Yeah. Because you know, if, if I don't know you're making 20, I'll accept 10. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and it's, you know, if you think it's, you know, rude to talk about how much you make, you're not going to do it yeah. because you, you, know, you don't want to be rude. You don't want to offend people. And what, you know, what not talking about your income actually does is it makes it so you can't really argue for a, a better wage. Yeah. Now there is moments where it can get a little out of hand, you know, like for example, uh, Back at, at Best Buy times, I got my raise. Mm-hmm. Uh, this actually, everyone in the store basically got a raise, but I got a two dollar raise. Mm-hmm. And someone who worked there only got a one dollar raise. And they're like, "What the fuck?" And I'm like, "You're still making like four dollars more than me." Yeah. And we do the same job. So why does it matter? So I don't know. It can so get a little. That's. I mean, that's people being jealous, mm-hmm. and that, that that is part of the reason why you know people think it's bad to talk about wages, but. That's an individual case of jealousy as opposed to a grand scheme of if everyone's okay about talking how much they make, that gives you as the employee the power to bargain for better wages. I just read a uh, uh, article on MSN today, not at work. I would never do that. But I was reading an article today about how the economy is doing really great, right? According Mm -hmm. to this, that, and the other. And it said, why, if the economy is so good, why are 78 million Americans scraping for pennies? Mm -hmm. And the article was all about, um, basically the rise of Uber and Lyft. 90% of Uber and Lyft's, uh, employee, uh, employees, which isn't 78 million people, but is people doing a second job because they need money. Okay. Like almost the entire workforce for those is people like out Mm -hmm. there already did their eight, 10 hour day putting in another eight hour day before getting home because they need money. And yeah, then I mean, people working two jobs is always going to inflate that. It's something back in the seventies, like working a second job was like, God, we're really fucking struggling is like common practice today. Cause we have to, mm-hmm. you're not, we, I at one point did work two jobs and Franny's done uh, three jobs at one point, Jeez. but that's fucked up that that's considered like good. Like, yeah, we're do- the economy's doing so great and everyone's just not home and not do- we're not bees, you know, we don't yeah. just go out and make honey and die at the end of the day. And that's really depressing. But that's one of those uh, things where generational issues, and this is also past that to like cultural issues mm-hmm. in Europe, you know, like Spain has the, the siestas. The siestas is yeah, a very yeah. real thing. Every, every day you take 12 like to one hour, hour long nap. Yeah, it's not necessarily a nap, but it's an hour long. You're not working. Break. Anymore. Yes. From 12 to one, don't go to a store. Don't go out and do anything. Just kick it. Well, yeah. And uh, I think it's like, it's like Sweden or Norway or one of those like, you know, Scandinavian type places. Yeah. They work 32 hours or 33 hours a week. Yeah. And they're like top five for productivity. Yeah. It's, it's like six hour work days or something yeah. like that. Or, or And they are, you know, they're. One of the top in the world for medical care. One of the top in the world for employee satisfaction. Yeah. And, and they're, they're one of the top in the world for actual productivity at yeah. work. Like in car manufacturers and shit like that. Like yeah. a lot of those uh, factories. Yeah. They're just yeah. like and constantly I mean, it all up. comes down to the fact, you know, a happy employee is more productive. Well, you know, if you're... Not only just that. When I show up for work, like if I know I'm staying late at work, mm-hmm. I'm like, I got a few hours to do this. Yeah. I'll just... Can't. If I came in, they're like, you have four hours and you have the same job. I'm like, oh, fuck, let me get this done. Mm-hmm. And then I go home and cool. But if I have all this extra time, I'm talking just specifically my personality, well, and which I think applies to a lot of people. You're like, okay, I can kind of make this work to a different mm-hmm. schedule. I got time. Well, that's also specifically where we work. Well, yes, our our thing, yes. Yeah. But even at Best Buy and shit like that. like So at Best Buy, I worked four-hour shifts and I worked eight-hour shifts. There was really mm-hmm. no in-between. I either left at like 10 or 11 or I stayed all the way till two. To be fair, what I know about Best Buy, the level of accountability on an individual employee is pretty Pathetic, negative. yes. But on my four-hour work shifts, I had almost the same responsibilities as on my seven-hour mm-hmm. work shift. 
So I'd come in, do my uh, market reactions, whatever, do this, that, and the other, and then I'd go home at 10, cool. When I came in and I had the full day, I would come in, do my market reactions, go chit-chat with someone. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, it's only, it's been an hour. I guess I can start this next thing. Oh, I said I'd do two planos. It's only 10 o'clock. I'm here till 2. Well, I'll do them at noon. Like, mm-hmm. I just, you have, that is, but yeah. that's not just Best Buy. That's fucking, go to any retail, oh, any yeah. retail across the board, which is what, 80% of the workforce? I will say, like, my job, so like, you know, a grocery store, it's very... I loved working at the grocery store I worked at. So my job was pretty much the only job in the grocery store that was kind of under the gun, per se, because mm. I was a... Uh, I was the the fresh produce stock. Yeah. So like all the uh, you know the lettuces, the carrots, all the stuff that you know the individual items that you pick up and you put in a bag and you yeah. take home. So they take all those off the wall. You know, I'm talking about like the sidewall stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They take all that down at the end of the day. Yep. And then that needs to be you know rejuvenated, <laughs> rinsed and off, sem- and sprayed with spray paint. Oh, yeah. Basically. Yeah. That's what so anything that you know wasn't like rotting or gross anything that was still like you know pleasant to look at had to be you know rejuvenated made moist and put back out as well as the whole area needed to be stocked and that needed to be done basically by eight o'clock yeah we we when i worked i was at a health food store i wasn't in produce but i watched them all do that and i helped them if they needed but Mm -hmm. i was a front uh crap what was my name guest services and then i became an fel which was front end lead which was dope and i'm really sad i left that but anyways i mean i'm happy i did because it ended up getting me here but at that job, I mean, I was just get I was guest services, so I mm-hmm. came in. I got a cash drawer in case I had to help uh, ring out people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I answered phone calls. I answered emails. I helped people who had special orders. Like some days, it was the phone never stopped ringing, and I constantly was getting special orders. Mm-hmm. And we were understaffed, or someone called out, so I was helping ring out. Other days, though, nothing came through the pipeline. Yeah. I was just sitting in my chair waiting for someone to ask me to do something, which was usually an angry customer being a bitch. Because it was a health food store, so your customers are like snooty fucking 60-year-old white women who ma- whose that, yeah. husbands make a half a million a year, and they're just like, oh, you, I need something there's, to do. There's yeah. 30 organic carrots here, but not the size I want. You have more <laughs> in the back. And you're like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, that made me so angry. That was always a, a big pet peeve of mine because, you know, working in produce, I got asked stuff like that a lot. And we were always supposed to, if they did not like what was out there, give them other options. Go like find, like pull out a box and yeah. be like, hey, you like this? Yeah, exactly. Pull out a box wow. and let them pick through it. People are so... That was one... That's another fucking mm-hmm. issue I have with food waste. People uh, are always complaining about how, how are we going to feed all these people. And we're not even close to reaching the limit of what the earth can put out with food. Mm-hmm. Our problem is we throw away about half of oh, all Oh, yeah. The food and because have. of, uh, you know, the, the lawsuit culture, basically... Yeah. Uh, stores used to, you know, anything that was, you know, close to out of code, uh, you know, they do it a little bit now, like stuff that's going to go out of code that day, they'll discount and try to sell out. Mm-hmm. But like with produce, they, you know, it's never really bad. You have to work around the bad spots mm-hmm. and you used to be able to just pack that up and send it out, you know, you know, bananas for 10 cents a pound. Yeah. But they're like, you know, they're a little brown. Now, anything that looks unappealing just goes right in the trash. Yeah. And Not at, even in like compost. It goes right in the trash. Yeah. At Healthy Living, what we did was uh, it was called Angel Food. And it got smaller and smaller mm-hmm. all the time. But uh, if anything was broken, damaged, uh, reaching its expiration, past its expiration, like whatever, it went in the cooler onto these carts. Mm-hmm. And you could just go check it whenever you wanted. I mean, there, you got to a rhythm to know. Like meat only put their shit in there like twice a week. Mm-hmm. And everyone knew. <laughs> like, dude, I brought so much like 
grass-fed organic bacon. Oh, yeah. And it tasted really good. I got so much of that. Or, like, the cheese. and Oh, it was great. But anyways, it got smaller and smaller because employees are idiots and started mis- mis- uh, abusing it. But that kind of shit needs to happen more. But mm-hmm. there's also codes and laws against that. And also fucking people can abuse the system. Oh, yeah. But in France... Uh, I believe they're the only country to have done this, the entire country. It is illegal to throw away out-of-code food. It has to either go to the employees or it has to go to a uh, 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 dog food slash farm. You have to turn it into food for something. And that's awesome. I like that, yeah. But here, like you're saying, and Healthy Living became that point. If it was even close, it didn't go anywhere. There was no recycling. It just, boom, in the trash. And, like, it's illegal for someone to go through the trash and, like, you know, take that, like, you know, Dumpster yeah. diving? like Yeah, which I've done before, and it's wonderful. I mean, I've watched documentaries on, like, people literally never buy food because mm-hmm. you can just go dumpster diving, and, you know, that's illegal, too. Yeah. And you can get, like, you know, arrested for taking food that's going to get, you know, for taking trash. put in the incinerator. Yeah, for yeah. taking trash. Ah, oh, man, that's one thing that's always really tugged my gruff. I've never really appreciated that at all. I'm healthy living when we did the angel food, when I started getting smaller, like, employees got pissed they started they started getting upset and mm-hmm. when the people when the owners and whatever explained it it made sense people were claiming stuff was angel food and just taking it yeah and you can't do that or uh people would like take stuff that was really bad and then try to return it as if they had <sighs> bought it and you're like no you can't we know you can't do that it was a lot of fucked up stuff but anyways not the point uh, healthy living was wonderful, and I really liked working there. But it I didn't really like working in the grocery store I, too. But I think I think the most I ever made there, I was like as a front end lead, quote unquote. There was all the different departments. It was cashier, guest services, front end lead, and then manager. Mm-hmm. As a front end lead, I made eleven bucks. Oh wow! So I was like, yeah, this isn't all these goes out to their cashiers. Yeah, I was like, this isn't cutting it. So I got the bank job, and that was the worst. I did that for a few months, and then I was like, we're moving, <laughs> and we did. I quit that job, and two months later, we moved. But. Yeah. I will say, say what you want about, uh, you know, where we work, but it could be a lot worse. Yeah, but I will never enjoy any job that I'm supposed to be doing. I, you I mean, know, when they say find what you love, I will never be happy working. Well, that I, I, I would never want to do what I love for work. Yeah, yeah, because exactly. the the second it becomes an obligation or I have to do it every yeah. day, it's not fun anymore. So that's that's across the board. Like you're saying, our job we we're it's cushy. It, yeah. it, it can become even more cushy. Uh, but no matter what, it's still an obligation. I still have to wake up in the morning. Yeah. And I'm like, no, fuck this. But, I don't want to. And then the, the nice thing about, you know, that though, is depending on who you work for, like even that, you know, you have leniency on when yeah, you can no, come I, in. My, my spot the, in specific is very lenient. Yeah, and the biggest limiting factor is the fact that you can't fucking park <laughs> It's anywhere. so difficult. Like, I would love to come in at eight o'clock, nine o'clock. But I'm parking a mile away from work and walking at that yeah, point. Yeah, or taking a shuttle or whatever, which adds an hour to your day to I, shuttle in. I never will shuttle in because I value my free time too much. It, it, it literally cuts an hour. Yep. Any unpaid time that I'm obligated to be around work, I don't want to be there. Yeah. It's either driving directly to or directly mm-hmm. home. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And it's not that I don't enjoy working. Like, there's, it, it's waves. It's just a, it's a personal issue I have. So, like. When I first started Healthy Living, I loved it. When I first started Best Buy, I was like loving it. When I first became a beekeeper, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm doing some cool shit. And then for some reason, about a year into every single job I've ever had, I just kind of shut down. I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. care anymore. It, which is kind of like me moving a lot. I just, I get stagnant so fast. I don't like it. I mm-hmm. hate, I hate, I hate not being able to do something new. But I also okay. don't like doing new things. It's an <laughs> enigma, man. Like every time I start a new job, I get so nervous. I get so freaking nervous. It's funny. Uh, 
because everyone is like shell shocked when they start. Uh, yeah. And uh, it's it's just so funny because like it's real easy what we do really. Yeah. Or or even, even I wouldn't say easy because there's definitely you know challenges to it, but it's definitely it just boils down to. You do the same three things over and over again, well, like yeah. any other job. But even then, it's it's just getting the building's intimidating. So we have a lot of security clearances. We have, I got lost like six times because I'm on the fifth mm-hmm. floor back in the. I got lost like six times going to and from. Like I don't know where the hell I am. Like it, it is intimidating. But shit, a week into it, you're like, oh, oh okay, mm-hmm. all right. I show up, I sit at this desk, and life <laughs> goes on. Okay, cool. Now I, I don't know, and and it's super rewarding. It can be. Like mm-hmm. that part I told you about that foundation I made. It can be super rewarding, but... There's a very satisfying feeling that you have a legitimate... Like you legitimately contributed to building a multi-billion dollar device. Yeah. Well, some people do. <laughs> there's about... There, there's people that don't contribute <laughs> yeah. at all, but... There's people that they specifically give the like mm-hmm. uh, double check. Like not checkers. Checkers have important jobs, but there's yeah. people who they're just like... Uh, look this over, and yeah. you really don't have. Yeah, a job. like I mean, like right now, I can go down and see something I have designed. Yeah, yeah, which I will be able to in a few years mm-hmm. because it hasn't started yet. Yeah. But when it does, oh, I'll be there. And there, there's something really satisfying. That. It's also really satisfying that you get protested. You I haven't, haven't seen had, that yet. I haven't had that happen. But it, yet. I don't know. There's something like. Although when the union people were out there standing for election was stuff, I was like, "Is this it? Is this it? Has it happened?" There's just something real <laughs> satisfying for your sins, and I'm like, "What?" Like, I get this weird sense of joy when someone thinks what I'm doing is wrong. What we're doing isn't wrong, but I I will admit to not being pleased with the outcome. Mm-hmm. Like, because I'm a super hippie sometimes. Yeah. I, it comes in waves, but I'm a super hippie sometimes. So I'm like, for example, orientation. They're going on and on about how uh, destructive it can be. And people are like, oh, it's fucking awesome. I'm like, is it? Like, it is. Like, yeah. I also enjoy shooting off fireworks. That is cool. Well, but so... This is a big news mm-hmm. in the uh, the world of defense. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, Russia mm-hmm. has successfully fired four ballistic missiles within 20 seconds of each other from one submarine. Jesus. And I, We've been doing that for years. No. Oh, no. Okay. No one has... That, that is like huge. How, what's our Tomahawk? Oh, wait. We so a Tomahawk's not a ballistic missile. Oh. Oh, okay. Because we launched Tomahawks yeah. like it's nobody's business. A ballistic missile's a nuke. Oh, and they shot four. So they they were from able to one successfully submarine. successfully fire four within twenty seconds from one submarine. Jesus, we can talk about that on the podcast, right? This that's, is that's this news. Is, this is general news. Okay, that's general. Um, shit, that's awesome. Yeah, it's not, but it's well, that's like uh, they talked about. There's a a, a German submarine. Is it mm-hmm. German? It might not be German. That is basically silent. It mm-hmm. is for all intents and purposes impossible to track via sound there's a uh, a documentary about that one. yeah yeah yeah. it was on a uh, uh, the history channel or some yeah. shit uh and people pay other countries pay big bucks to get them mm-hmm. um but even then our naval fleet is what like four times that of the next closest we have like i think it's like we have a, di- a ridiculous amount of submarines yeah we and... have a, a big advantage in the sea we have a mm-hmm. very large advantage in the sea on land is a different discussion but there's nothing touching our navy uh anyways when people get all up in arms about how cool that is, I sit there and I go like, I really feel uncomfortable right now. <laughs> and and while I'm only, say, building something for something electrical, I, all, I still am like, it's 
kind of counting. Yeah. I don't know what that lever does, but I really hope it's not something really intense. Like, I hope this is what gives them fresh water. Oh, I'm yeah. cool if that's it. But otherwise, I'm feeling a little weird. I'm working on the ice cream machine. Right yeah, now. yeah, exactly. The most important machine on a submarine. Ask any right? sailor. Yeah, Phil will tell you. Or the coffee machine. Yep, except Phil don't drink coffee. So it's 99% of sailors. It's the most important machine. But uh, yeah, anyways, that's just, I, I don't know. I don't remember how we got here, but working in generations and we should play more pogs. Pogs. Did you play Pogs? I never played Pogs. Oh. It, it wasn't really something that interests me. I know what Pogs are. Yeah. Oh my God, you me. stack a bunch of stuff up, you throw yeah, balls you, at you, them. You stack them up face down. Yep. And not balls, they're slammers, yeah. and they're just heavier Pogs. Yep. Thicker, heavier Pogs. Slam it down. Any of them that turn face up are yours. You take, which you have to agree beforehand whether you're playing for keeps or not. Mm-hmm. And then you take the remainder, stack, stack them back, back up, up, and you yep. keep going until there's none left. And sometimes when there's one left, you're like whipping that pog down and it's still you you yeah. either miss it because you're throwing too hard or you hit it like perfectly flush and it doesn't do anything yeah. god that last pog albie and frankie had no idea what pogs I can't were believe, i mean because albert he was well, like two pogs they, weren't really a thing when albert i guess actually frankie's not that much older than albert frankie's 23 isn't she i thought she was 25 maybe i could be wrong i don't know, I don't know. my sense of age 80 is, old 80 year old man she's yeah. the guy from up that's who she is. That's actually kind of a really good example. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> it's the guy from Oh, oh Frankie, I love you. That's funny. Oh, Anyways, man. not the point. Uh, yeah, so this weekend, tomorrow, we're leaving. Actually, we might leave tonight now is what Franny's saying. But uh, oh, You got to go uh, play, play cards. We though. might go get a hotel tonight, which would be pretty fun. Oh. We've never done, but I can't afford a hotel, so I don't know what's happening. But we're going home for a high school union. And you, we were talking about this, and you can't really make more people are not coming than are, which is a major bummer. Mm-hmm. So only like 30 people are going to show up to this. But that's still half of her class. That's half me. the class, yeah. I think it's at, she told me it's pretty small, but I I'm, I'm, I'm think it's right around there. And then obviously like boyfriends and husbands it's we've never met. It's crazy shit, to me that that's how small the class was. Seven. So mine was 72. And I think Franny's was actually a little bit smaller than mine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, t- tiny. My I, graduating class I think was 360. They were for that's huge. They were for a while. That was more than our entire school. Mm-hmm. They were for a while talking about merging our school with Candor, which is a big deal for people for my generation because uh, Candor's the rivals. Oh yeah, yeah. Every year there's the Jug Bowl, which is a specific game the we Jug Bowl. Yeah, we a specific game we play against Candor. Winner takes home a, a corny ass Jug trophy. Okay. And they had it basically every year I was in high school. Uh, they had it for like 10 years straight. And because our football team at one time, I think the one my older cousin was on, was like state's team. Oh, really? And then after that, it went downhill real well, fast. It's real hard to have a good team when you have 10 so kids in So few people, yeah. And Candor was not much bigger than us, if at all. And mm-hmm. they were just, but they were bigger kids. And they were, <laughs> there was like one kid, I don't remember his name, who if they handed him the ball, it was a touchdown almost. Oh, yeah. Like it was insane. But our teams did good. Like we had a couple... I think we won one right in the middle of their streak or some shit. I don't know if any of my New York friends listen mm-hmm. to this, but they'd be able to tell me. Um, but yeah, we we had the juggle against them, and like it was it was a traditional high school rivalry. If you saw yeah, these kids at the we mall, have, uh, you were like, "Fucking don't you don't you come over here!" <laughs> when in reality, you're like, "No, I don't want to see you around here." <laughs> it was corny as all heck, but. Fights broke out at football games sometimes, like soccer games yeah, the big, were almost uh, more vicious. It was dumb. The big rival game here is uh, Fitch versus Ledger, uh, the uh, Thanksgiving game. Oh, and the cool. winner takes home Colonel uh, Ledger's sword. 
That's awesome. See, a sword's way cooler <laughs> than a jug. Like, ours is literally like an old moonshine jug, I think. It's fucking... Oh, my God. That's all there is to do yeah, up in the world of New York. That's what we did, but... Um, yeah, so school... They're talking to merging them now, which I remember being, like, pissed about as an 18-year-old. Mm-hmm. And then the funny thing is, years ago, before I was a kid, I think during when my dad was in school, because he went to the same school, oh, yeah. uh, Spencer and Vanetten were rivals. And they were two separate schools. But my whole life, I knew them as Spencer Vanetten High School, Spencer Vanetten Middle School. Like, it was one school. Oh, okay, so it, it so, had merged yeah. by the time so you went there. So just, like, people kept leaving the area, and they kept going, we can't support these schools. <laughs> Put them together. And then... I remember I was in middle school and they got like a million dollars to do a new school and they built an entirely new middle school and the entire town was like, what the fuck? Spent all on that bus food. That like, took wait, out Kevin why, why did we do that? Why did we build a brand new school for 10 kids? Like, this doesn't make sense. Uh, I don't know. I'm not smart enough to know what happened in the town. I really didn't care back then. I mean, a million dollar for a school actually isn't that much. Hey, it's that much. It, it, I don't, I don't know. Difference. I don't know. But so was, I, don't, I don't even know how much they spent. But my junior and senior year, they were completely renovating yeah. my school. Like They built an entirely new section. It ended up being three floors where before it was a one-floor school. Twinkle and got me. Yeah, Twink's a real mean cat. Oh, God, I'm really pissed But at they it. had to spend like millions of dollars on that. Yeah. I don't... I and mean, it leaked. You know how I am. I'm, I'm super into education, and I fully support like shaving... If you shaved a tenth off of the military defense budget and gave it towards education, we'd all be the smartest people in the world. Oh, we have like the low, we spend like the lowest on education and the most on defense by the amount we spend on defense compared to anywhere else. It's, it's mm-hmm. insane the difference, but that's not the point. I don't care about that. I'm just talking about, I think education should be funded better. So little old schools like Spencer aren't can exist. We don't have jug bowls. <laughs> let's, let's get a <laughs> no, sword you, up. You in want, there. you want to keep having jug bowls though. You don't yeah. want to have. A noble. Yeah. Uh, when I was in school, they had to cut uh, They cut music, art, and, and sports. And then we had to... Was it all three of them? I think it was all three. I know sports got cut. And, and those, I know those three things, people argue, are the most important I think, things for development. I think they are. for Yeah, especially for specifically development only, like for making a mm-hmm. well-rounded individual. Yeah. Um, because, to, let's be honest, how much of your actual formal education have you ever had to use? Motherfucker, I drop the Pythagorean theorem every time I make grilled cheese just to make sure my angles are right and I have the perfect ratio. But none, not at all. Yeah, exactly. Not at all. I mean, I talk about Hitler every now and again. <laughs> Come on, you're asking me questions. I'm talking. I'm I talk about Hitler, yeah. I learned about him in school. I The Lord of the Flies is one of my favorite books. I read that in school. Lord of the Flies exists. It's a good book. Oh, guys. I've read it. I... Read it again. It, it'll take you like two seconds. It's like 110 pages. Yeah, I just couldn't care about it. Oh, I love that book. It's it's End of the my... Wild was really cool. I read that in school. Uh, we didn't read that one. Uh, I didn't read Lord of the Flies in school, my dad. I read one book in my entire first 20 years of life. What was that? Holes? Holes, baby. <laughs> uh, Did and... you do every book report on holes? I... No, I didn't do book reports. I failed every English class I went oh, to. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's not true. I never, people, you sons of bitches out there saying you have to work hard in school. I never you do not uh, once. Okay. I never once failed a class, but I never did homework. I failed every English and history quiz I ever took because I refused to read any textbooks or actual books. And uh, I remember one year in math, it was 11th grade with Mrs. I don't remember her name. Mm-hmm. The entire end of the, like the last uh, two months, we all went to the computer lab instead of class. I skipped class every day. And I didn't turn in a single thing of homework. Homework accounted for 30, 30% of your grade. Really? Something like that. Yeah, it was like a th- it was so, 25 or 30%. I passed that class with a 70 because I aced every single yeah. test I, and quiz I took. So I, I Fuck them. Fuck them all. Like, you know, 
I feel like I'm not as arrogant as I could be because I am, by all accounts, a very smart person. Yeah. I mean, you're just the facts himself. <laughs> you're no doctor, so but you're just the facts. I, I'm not the best person to use as a standard for this, but I never did homework at home. Nope. I... I did projects, but they were always literally done the night of, like, four hours. I would spend four hours doing the project the night before they were due. Mm -hmm. And in high school, I never got below a B on anything. On any test or quizzes, no. A B on any – a B overall on my grade. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, no, I was way – I hovered around this. The season. only classes I ever got a B in was English, and that's because I did not read the books. Yeah. I and got every I, other class was an A. I, I got yelled at by my mom. If I got, I, My mom was basically Asian. If I got below an A-, <laughs> minus, I was getting yelled killed at. killed you? I uh I hovered right around the C's was my sweet spot, mm -hmm. and that was because I was too lazy to copy my friends' homeworks before class. <laughs> like I even one year, like I think it was eleventh grade, I even mm -hmm. had a, a C pass. Well, no, I wasn't smart enough to get a C pass. I had a study hall. Where's the C and pass? So study hall, you know what study hall is? Yeah. Uh, C pass is if you have above X amount of average, you get to just do what you want. Okay. Like you don't have to go to study hall. You can wander the halls. You can go. Yep. That was kind of so. My senior year, we had just free, uh, you know, free free period. Yeah. yeah. Ours was called C pass, and you had to be smart enough to get mm -hmm. it. Um, C pass I, sounds like you just need a C. Uh, no, it was uh, <laughs> it was like an 80, 86 or say eighty six. Well, they should call it an eighty six pass or a right? B pass. That would make more sense, but uh, they. I would like be sitting there in study hall and they'd be like, here's my math homework. You can copy it. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Like I'll just, we played magic. I'll just sit here. I wish I played we, magic. we sat in the library. We, you know, me, Alex and Slim all brought decks. We just played magic. I just got yelled at for talking to people. And that's <laughs> what I did. And then I'd go to math class and they'd be like, all right, homeworks. And I'd be like, yeah. oh, I, I'm sorry. I, I blanked. I didn't have it. And they're like, really? Like it got to a point where they just passed me and then gave me like that. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. And do I was I like, oh, the, that's worse. Do I hear the highlight of my, uh, my my high school academic career mm -hmm. my senior year i was taking ap chemistry nice okay and each ap class had one like you know you'd like a research paper some some like big paper you had to do mm -hmm. and mine i never did never turned in convinced the teacher i had turned it in and they lost it and they gave me an a on it what a deal <laughs> That's way cooler than mine. I just, I continually went to him like, you know, I know I turned it in. Did you find it? like, I think I remember. He just kept saying, I think I remember seeing it. I'll look for it. And every time I saw him, I asked him if he found it. And he always gave me that same response and eventually just showed up as an A in my grades. That's awesome. My, uh, probably my crowning achievement in school was uh, taking the, shit, what was it? 11th, 10th grade, 11th grade. Uh, the, what are those specific tests you have to pass um, to go on to the next grade? There's a name for them. We didn't have tests you had to pass to go on the next grade. There was a standardized test. Standardized test is what I'm talking about. Not for the class. It was like 10th or 11th grade, you got a standardized test. And if you got below X amount, you basically had to redo everything. Yeah. It was um, only one grade. It wasn't every year. Yeah, I know. It was 10th It was tenth grade they had to take it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was a universal test or if the... Obviously, there was one in New York because yeah. you took one. And yeah. New York standard test was fucking. It wasn't CMT because CMT was Connecticut Mastery Test, and that no. was grade school. Mm. Um, There's a name for it. Shit, I'm gonna. But okay, well, we'll come back to if if we remember. But anyways, uh, yeah, I think tenth grade. Mm -hmm. Uh, we went into that standardized testing, and I had, I think, at this point, I was like barely passing most classes. Okay. Like I had to do as much extra credit as I could mm -hmm. just to not be held back, oh, and uh, or do summer school in that case. And I went in and I got a 91 on the math, an 88 on the history. I got like a 95 on the uh, science one. And I, I, what was the, what am I missing here? English. 
I fucking bomb the English. I always bomb English. I'm terrible at writing. English was always my weakest, but, but it wasn't weak. I got like a 82 or something, but compared to the rest, and I came, and when, when our grades came in, I was like, I'm not in 10th grade anymore, <laughs> <not> bitches. <laughs> and my friend, I'm not going to say his name, but one of my buddies was legitimately furious with me because he's like, you're a fucking idiot. You get bad grades all the time. You don't do homework. I'm working every day, and I got a 70. I'm like, you're dumb, bro. <laughs> like, sorry for being, good kid. Sorry for being smarter than you. Yeah. Most of them, I'm gonna take full credit and say I was a genius on, but the history one in specific was like just throwing it yeah, at the yeah. wall. I was like, I don't know what's going on. I don't want to be held. It back. was like the uh, the episode of the Cosby Show where uh, Theo guessed on everything and got yeah. better than when he tried. Exa- exactly. Like math and science was no joke. I didn't have to do anything. I was just decent at it. Now suck at math the worst and i'm really happy i don't have to do it anymore but in high school for some reason that was my shit like i just it was easy it was whatever my standard i I have always been fantastic at standardized tests because yeah my so my chem ap chem the national average for ap chem do you know how ap tests are graded no one two three four five nice okay the national average i think was a two Mm -hmm. My school average was a one. Nice. I got a three. Nice. Yeah. So I don't know th- if you so can three hear is it passing. the mic, but we're jerking ourselves off over here. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're all just humble bragging about how good <laughs> we are. Loving at a, it. Like, I was getting colleges looking at me for my PSAT scores. That's awesome. I uh, didn't go to college. Nope. Not true. You thought about it. I did one semester at a community college. I did one semester of, of online classes. Mm-hmm. Uh, two months in... After Franny having done everything, I just said, fuck it. <laughs> Three months in, Franny said, when am I turning in this paper for you? And I went, oh, for you? And I went, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I dropped out. And she's like, what? I'm so like, Franny was doing all your work <laughs> yeah. for you? I was like, no, I, I, I'm done with that. She's like, what do you mean? I was like, yeah, I contacted him, told him I was done, paid the bill and walked away. And she's like, are you serious right now? She wrote like a 10-page paper for me. And she, oh, oh, that was not a good move on my part. My, uh, my college plan was always I would go to the class, look at the syllabus. If there was any research papers or, like, reports, find a new class. Nice. I I wingered the hell out of uh, college. And you got You have a bachelor's and an associate's? I have an associate's. Associate's. That's yeah. the two-year? Two-year, yeah. Okay, I don't remember. How I have, like, 115 credits, so I could get, like, a general education bachelor's mm-hmm. if I took, like, one class. Yeah. But that's a pointless degree. You never know. Um... I, uh, I I joke about Franny not being intelligent for the silly things she says, but she got her, she worked hard as shit. She got her bachelor's in three years mm-hmm. uh, because when she, so SUNY schools, or at least SUNY mm-hmm. Oswego, you had to live on campus for two years. Okay. You had to, that was the rule. Uh, but after her first year, I had graduated high school and we wanted to get an apartment mm-hmm. together. So she went and like fought for it and then uh, talked about this, that, and the other towards the end of her, or at the yep. middle so after her first semester, so right before the second semester started, and they're like, listen, if you take X amount of credits, get just above the one-year threshold, mm-hmm. and you have to do like this therapy stuff to make sure we know you're a uh, fit person to get your own shit. <laughs> and uh, so she went and did all that. She was busy all the time. Yeah. She, she got it. We got our own apartment. And then she was just like, I'm, I'm, I've am i got, because of what I did, I got extra credit. I'm finishing this. And I was like, more power mm-hmm. to you. Take as many credits as you can. So I, I hear a lot of the... Uh the dumb things Franny says from you she's and all a that. Goofball. So like, I feel like Franny is actually smart, right? Like she's not actually dumb. She is incredibly but hard. She de- that's, that's what I was getting at. She is definitely to me. She's a person that will put all the effort needed to get it done. Yeah. Whatever like, it may be. You know, I mean, her and Christy seem to have a very similar like work ethic where mm-hmm. 
when they are committed to something, they are not. Nothing will stop them from that commitment. Yeah, and the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Uh, the for the but, for the most minor of potholes, and I turn around and go home. Oh my god, hear, I can't. Do you want to hear the highlight of my college educational experience? The Fiesta Bowl. No, that was that was the my social college experience. Okay, you're right. You're right. No, no, for my academic college experience. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So at Three Rivers, you know, it's associates. It's a two year community college. Mm-hmm. Um. I, you know, I got kicked out of UConn because I stopped going to class and just played video games all day. Classic Jake. And, you know, I had obviously, you know, three years worth of general education credits because a lot of them, you know, I did pass most of my classes, but an F is a big, uh, yeah, it, it, it's bad. It doesn't look great. Yeah. So, you know, any classes that I got a C or higher would, you know, transfer credit over. And I waited until like a month before I was applying for graduation to actually transfer those credits over. Nice. Um, but Every year I applied for classes, you know, I printed out my unofficial transcript. Mm-hmm. They use that They're like, okay, yeah, you have these, you have this, you have this, that's all going to count towards your degree. You need this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And they gave me my classes. Well, you know, they waived any requirements that I had already done that weren't official because I didn't transfer the credits. Yeah. Um, so their uh, screen tells them what course from what school transfers for what uh requirement mm-hmm. three rivers requires you to take a technical writing and a literature english credit at uconn they require and these are three credit courses yeah uconn requires one four credit lit or comp oh okay okay so i had taken the litter comp and in three rivers uh uh system it says that transfers over for the lit and the technical writing Covers your bases. Okay. It's supposed to say or. But it said and? It's supposed to say or, but it said and. So when I applied for graduation, I had two unsats for graduation. Mm -hmm. I did not have the lit requirement Mm -hmm. or the technical requirement, whichever one you decided I didn't have. I didn't have one of them. And I didn't have engineering statics. Mm -hmm. Okay. So my course required you to take engineering statics, engineering dynamics. In order to take engineering dynamics, you need to take engineering statics. Okay. I had taken regular statics. Okay. At Three Rivers. Yeah, yeah. On advisor's uh, suggestion. Yep. Or whatever, yeah. They, that, that was the course they told me I had to take, so I took it. And I was able to convince the head of the department that because I had taken engineering dynamics, mm-hmm. which required engineering statics to take, I had gotten a write-off to take that class because they assumed I had the right class, and I got an A. I got a recommendation from the, the teacher who taught it saying, yeah, there's no reason why... He would have, you know, failed that course. He passed the other one with an A. He passed this one with an A. Mm-hmm. He has taken all the math requirements. So I got the head of the department to write off that. And I was able to get the, uh, uh, whatever, the guidance department to split my four-credit UConn class into two two-credit classes mm-hmm. and apply those and count them. On both of them? Yes. And then you graduated. And then I graduated. That would have been a whole nother semester. A bullshit. It would have been like one class I would have had to take. Real Albie move. But, or no, wait, Edwin. Is Edwin still in school? I mean, Albie's still in school. No, I know Albert Edwin is. is, he's not graduated. I'm not sure if he's still going. Yeah, because I remember that was a th- last semester. Was that yeah. was something we were fucking with him about? And then he, oh, he took his semester off, didn't he? Maybe. That's probably one. But this goes into my, how I put maximum effort into doing little effort. It's, it's Because uh, it took a ton of effort. To not have to take those two classes. Work, work smarter, not harder. You know yeah. what they say. And I think a few weeks of 
fucking around with people is mm-hmm. uh, more efficient than actually going to It ended up being like a month or two, but yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. What did I say? A few weeks? You said a few weeks. Yeah, whatever. A few weeks is a month or two. I didn't say how many few. Yeah, you're right. Like, come on. You're right. It could be. Say, boom, I could convince them that I took the class. There you go. You did. I don't think I was it's there. that easy, but that's not the point. Yeah, I did. Uh, school didn't, college didn't work for me the same reason high school didn't. I didn't do homework. And college is 90% of doing it on your own. And I just didn't care. To be fair, though, college is usually 10% of your greatest homework. Uh, yeah, but all of the stuff that you do, like I didn't, because mine was online. It was all oh, you so. do it. And mm-hmm. I was like, eh, I don't know if I'm gonna. <laughs> like I took a I took a math class, which I did all right on. I took an English class that I was doing awful on. Franny mm-hmm. did all my work. Uh, and I I took two other ones. One of them was like music theory or some shit. And I can't remember what the other one was. And the music one in specific, they had us listening to a Frank Zappa album at one point and like writing what we dissected from it no no like like all these different techniques Mm -hmm. and shit and uh i can't remember i wrote like a page if you wanted like a three-page paper i wrote one page worth and i just didn't know what to do and i was like saying the music is good i like it basically and then at the end of it i got very confused so i just said uh i said something along the lines of uh i basically plagiarized it from a website (laughs) that frank zappa was incredibly influential for changing music like very Mm -hmm. vague all it said was he did stuff people hadn't done and then i just hit submit and i was like all right (laughs) Good, have, a good, no. have a good day and i never saw the grade on it because i dropped out and stopped mm-hmm. checking i just I mean, online papers are the worst but online tests are the best well yeah you have not all the time then most of them are timed but you got all the mm-hmm. time in the world and you're yeah. just kind of hanging out and you're doing it and you can have so many people just help you do it yeah yeah just like hey come on i need a little bit of yeah all right and it costs so much to be a fuckhead like you're <laughs> spending so many thousand dollars to be like to convince someone you took a class like it's so silly that's the thing that i hate about the college like like the whole like degree requirement because all that really show it doesn't show that you are more qualified for this job than that guy Mm -hmm. without the degree it shows that you are willing to put the effort in to showing up yeah it basically shows that you have the you have the commitment and the effort to actually commit to something and even then that's not always true no there's plenty of college kids who just never go ever and somehow manage to pass although yeah, like i just said i well yeah i wasn't specifically saying <laughs> you but yeah uh my buddy luke uh got kicked out of suny oswego because he had a 0.7 gpa jesus not good that's kind of why my brother not luke got kicked out of yukon oh, shit your brother's name is luke i forgot <laughs> about the the comparison yeah he uh he he got the 0.7 gpa they said they're kicking him out and he got a another semester like yeah you go on academic probation there it is and uh yeah he didn't do better (laughs) (laughs) he did not improve so they shipped him but uh, i remember Mm -hmm. that being really funny because i'd never i I thought like don't show up Mm -hmm. don't do any work and just make sure your name's on the list and you get a 2.0 and no he got a (laughs) 0.7 that's kind of how a lot of classes like i mean i I guess the the size of the the school matters too and community college is more of showing up than university is yeah because university, if they have 100 kids in the class, they really don't care if you're there as long as your assignment show up on time and you're yep. there for the test. As long as you do your job or mm-hmm. uh, work, not job. Like I That's took- another thing. I don't care if I'm showing my goddamn work on the math problem. If I can do it up here, I never used, I never showed work. If I can do it in my head and I write down the right answer, fuck off. I'm better than you. I understand the Ugh. logic behind that. I hated it so much. Because just putting down the answer, it is so easy to just get the answer yeah without knowing how you're doing it i i i support showing your work in math class get mostly because i am very messy when i do work Mm -hmm. so i will very likely at some point in doing my work 
mix up a minus sign yeah. or a plus or something or something and it'll result in the wrong answer but i have done 99 percent of the problem right yeah and they'll give you most of the time they'll give you they'll give you more the credit for that yeah yeah you'll, you'll get, get the majority of the credit for that yeah. no i was i was always like i said you would if you'd watch me took a math test i would sit there with the pencil in my hand just like motionless mm-hmm. write an answer sit there motionless for like another 30 seconds write an answer mm-hmm. i don't know why i hated writing out formulas i hated doing anything on paper i thought even shit like when you're doing um when you're doing like let's say the quadratic equation okay. and there's what like four different parts of the top i'm trying to remember all of it the quadratic equation yeah i'm trying to remember what it is now negative b plus or minus the square root of a squared plus c something two. like that so if i write down the i fill that equation in on the top and then on the next line over i've filled in mm-hmm. the entirety of the inside of the quadratic equation that's enough I don't have to do each part of the inside of the of the uh, square root. Mm-hmm. I just got the three. It's three numbers. Are you talking about writing down the equation, and not actually mathing out what's inside? No, it? no, no. I'm talking about like so. So let's say on uh, I'm doing like a, a shit. I can't think of the name of the of the equation. But anyways, let's just say you're writing out a long, pretty simple equation. Mm-hmm. You've got four plus parentheses three minus nine parentheses squared. Mm-hmm. If I just solve that entire parentheses in one. If I just you know square it, oh. solve it all the way out, and then just put four plus that, and that you don't give me credit because I didn't do each step okay, of what well, I would it, say that that's dumb if you don't. Get I get for that. pissed off. I'm yeah. like, no, well, because that was my compromise. Mm-hmm. Like instead of doing it all in my head, I was like, fine, I'll do it in in yeah. groups. I'll group it mm-hmm. instead of doing each individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a term for what I'm thinking of here. Step. No, there's a term <laughs> for for you know like four plus two minus three plus six times four. Each of those four plus two minus whatever, each of those is a blank. And I don't know the word. You're making it up. No, no, it's a word. I'll look it up later. But anyways, well, yeah, so, I grouped it all together. And when I didn't get credit, I get really pissed off. Yeah. And I'm like, and then would make me do my credit. It'd make me show my work less. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I don't care. No, I was definitely a math nerd. And I, I actually enjoyed doing big, long problems. Like differential equations was the most fun class I've ever taken. I don't even know what differential equations is. So a differential equation is something along the lines of a very simple differential equation mm-hmm. is y squared equals x squared. Oh, I hate those. Mm-hmm. Foil? No, that's not foil. No. It can be foiled, but So there's that that equation y squared equals x squared is way more complex than it sounds. Yeah. And then they give you one side of it and you have to figure out what the other one is by squaring it and then square rooting both and whatever. So differential equations like the one I just gave you, I can't you know, I, it's been so long since I've done it. I'd have to refresh myself on. And how are to you do doing that. the entire one with just? Is that one of those fucking classes where it's all letters, and there's no actual numbers in it, and you're just breaking all the shit down? You get an answer in the end. Okay. So like, you end up with something like y, like y squared plus y equals two x squared plus three x plus three. Oh, okay, yeah. And you end up having to do matrices, and it's all. It's I don't crazy. like that. It's Not a fan. it's. It's an absurd amount of work, but it's it was satisfying. Let Pythagorean lay his theorem down on me. <laughs> I'll do that for days. Yeah. I'll never forget that. A squared plus B mm-hmm. squared equals C squared. You know, three, four, five. I got that. That's a very... what's, what's the next one? Is it seven, eight, nine is the next one? I mean, three, four, five would be seven, eight, ten. But no, no, there's another you're talking one. about the other. So there's uh, 12, 13, 14. The next. So the triangles, I remember there's three, four, five, which yeah. is the uh, that's the. Uh, 30 60 90 yeah um a 45 and a 45 45 
No, no, I'm just no. talking. Not, no, not the type of squares. No, no, you go. It's farther than that. Oh, what are you trying to think? So then? Pythagorean theorem: uh, three squared plus four squared equals five squared. Mm-hmm. There's another set of consecutive numbers that that works with. Oh, you're trying to think of what the next number would be? Yeah, I think it's twelve, thirteen, fourteen. I, 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 I don't know. Okay, I can't remember it, but that's what I was talking about. There's okay. another set of consecutive ones. I thought you were talking about how it was like, uh, you know, you know, the next, you know, general triangle is uh, like xx x square root of two. Yeah, no, that's not. What I'm t- I don't know that. I didn't go far enough. Okay. I didn't. If they told me you don't have to take this class, I was like, you got it, boss. Yeah, there you go. Bare mi- my freaking senior year, I had like twelve study halls. I was like, I'm not doing anything. I don't care. I'm passing. I'm getting my diploma. My senior year looked pretty impressive on paper. It was not. It was AP Chemistry, AP Calculus. Nice, nice. Uh, maritime History. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're by the water. Okay, yeah. got it. <laughs> maritime History, English, band, band, band. Three sections of band? There's three different, I took three different band classes. Wow, we didn't have that. Um, I can't remember the other classes I took. Band was the, you only got that. And then if you wanted to take jazz band or anything mm-hmm. like that, it was after school. Mm-hmm. You didn't get, that was not a class. Yeah. And I had a free period. So our our school was uh, split up into semesters, basically. And each year you had, or each time you had four, you had four classes a day. Oh, okay. Block, block scheduling. Yes, block scheduling. Oh, we didn't have that. Oh, and I took, I took a gym class. My gym class was uh, bowling. No, no, it was called PE activity. What? It was called PE activities. What? And it was basically just like blocks of you do the same like sport mm-hmm. basically for like you know a week, two weeks. Yeah. And at one point, it bowling was one of them. And every day, you got on a bus, went to the bowling alley. Are you freaking kidding me? Yep. That's so dope. Yep. Okay, so that would be cool. No, we had um eight classes uh and a lunch period mm-hmm. and just like that year round. And some classes only lasted half a year. Some didn't like. My forensics class mm-hmm. only lasted. So AP classes lasted the whole year. Uh, well, yes. But uh, gym, which was called gym or PE, mm-hmm. uh, everyone had to take always. You never didn't have gym You class. always needed a gym credit. Yeah. And uh, it was it was like what you pictured gym being like dodgeball and yeah. soccer. I never, and I, I never understood the people. Gator like, ball. I think you made that up. No, 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 no. You go first. I, I mean, so like I always played sports and stuff. So like I liked gym class. Mm-hmm. I never got the people that just didn't like hated going to gym class. Yeah, like they're, num- they're nubs. At the, like the people that wouldn't even bring a change of clothes, like would fail gym because they didn't. Ch- they oh, were yeah. wearing jeans. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't bring a change of clothes. Yeah. but I didn't fail because I participated my ass off. Yeah, so you're literally playing mm-hmm. for an hour and a half a day. It's tough, man. Who Play- playing's hard? I who's that like rage against the machine that they have to hate gym class? <laughs> Gossy. Mostly. It's always gossip. It's always gossip. They don't want to bring a change of clothes. They're always got to wear their uh, their black pants. Black and their, cargo pants with chains, man. Chains. How do you expect me to run with these on here? They're clanking everywhere. I'm getting caught on trees. Uh, no, so what we had was, uh, we actually had square dancing was a section of our gym, and it was my favorite time of the year. We did like three <laughs> weeks of square dancing. It was amazing. Oh, that's uh, lame. We did uh, badminton, which this stuff badminton. came late, later. As we got a, our school got more funding, we got ping pong tables. Pickleball we was got the best. Pickleball. That sounds so familiar. Pickleball is Badminton. basically ping pong. It's like a cross between ping pong and tennis. No, we didn't play pickleball then. So you are, you know, you're on a, you know, basically not not a full tennis court, like the, the half gym size court. Yeah. Basically, it has a net in the middle. You have a wiffle ball. 
Okay. Well, it's kind of like a wiffle ball. And you have a, a paddle. Mm-hmm. You're paddling it back and oh, forth. That's awesome. And uh, those things whipped. We didn't have that. You we can had, whip that. We played Bombardment, which is like dodgeball kind of. Is it just where you have one kid and you're just no, beating the shit out of No, Bombardment is the entire gym is splitting up into two teams. And they just line the center with those soft squishy balls. So it's, 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 it's dodgeball. It's like dodgeball, yeah. But huge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we had all those. My, I lied. Square dancing was my second favorite time of the year. Floor hockey was the most fun. I never really what Oh, floor hockey was dope. But anyways, Gator Ball. So Gator Ball is a soccer football hybrid mm-hmm. where uh, you have two goalies on each side with a smaller net, not a full soccer net. Uh-huh. The ball can either be on the ground, and when it's on the ground, it's full on soccer. You can hit each other and slide tag and all that cool stuff. Okay. When it's up in the air, it becomes touch football. And you can't pick it up off the ground. Okay. So if someone boots it, you snatch it out the air. Now you've got it. If someone tags you, you have to drop it. Mm-hmm. So you make the distinction of can you outrun them? You throw it to someone else. Same thing applies if they catch it and they're touch, or you drop it at your feet and start playing soccer again. Mm-hmm. If someone throws it at you and I see Jake behind me about to tag me, I just let it bump off my chest and I play soccer uh-huh. with it. And it just goes. So this sounds a hundred percent made up to me. No, I don't believe it's a real sport. It's something that your high school made up. It's Gator Ball, and it was. So much fun. It sounds fun. And I remember Franny was in track and field. And you beat her up. I Yeah, I smacked her down because uh, was we were a small town. Mm-hmm. Um, no, she was in track and field. She played volleyball. She always talked about how fast she was. So she she, she actually played sports in yeah. high school? Yeah, she I played volleyball she, her whole career. I said she didn't play sports in high school. I asked you this before. Volleyball her whole career. Oh, I think I asked you if she danced in high school and you said no. No, she did not dance. Um, stripping's not allowed under 18. So. You're right, you're right. Yeah. Uh, my wife is not a stripper. Allegedly. Maybe. I don't know what she does on her free time. So, I mean, Christy saw her boobies. She, that's true. She stripped for Christy. Oh, dang. I didn't think about that. That tent that they got her is really cool. Yeah. But anyways. She was real excited about it. So, it took us, like, the instructions don't help, by the way. No. I literally just kept folding it until it snapped into place. And it <laughs> I just, just kept, like, pushing it. It's one of those, like, pop-up so things. It, yeah, it pops up. You have to fold it in half, and it feels like it's going to break when you fold it, but you have to fold it that way. Yeah. And then you, like, fold it weirdly, so it eventually, like, just forms back into a circle. And you just slip it in the thing. Yeah. And I just kept folding it until it made a circle. Why? Somehow. Did Christy just throw it in the back of her car when they were done with it? No. They, oh, they actually use it in the... Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know what happened with it then. Maybe they figured it out then. <laughs> I, I was there when she first gave it to her and she opened it up and yeah. they were playing with it. Yeah. No, they used it at the shoot. But mm-hmm. uh, anyways, um, Franny was always... Talk- she was very... She was very fast. She mm-hmm. ran really fast. And I mean, her calves, she's got big old muscly calves. Okay. And... We were playing gator ball, and I had it in my arm, and she dared me to outrun her. And I've got a gimp leg, and I outran her. And so, she blames it on X amount of things. She's always like, no, there was this, that, and the other. I'm like, listen, I outran you with a gimp leg. So, like it or not, adrenaline. It was you know, people might get upset about this, but men in general are faster than women when it comes to running. Can't get around okay. it, man. My legs are broken. I have a... I have a friend, you know, he plays magic. You've met him before. Yeah. He'll be there tonight if you go. Mm-hmm. He teach, He is a track coach for Griswold. Mm-hmm. And he was not necessarily complaining. He was just, he was being unbiased with his thing. But he was commenting about the current situation of female track, mm-hmm. women's track and field in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. The number one and two in the state for women's track and field are trans, are trans women who have not transitioned yeah. and are not taking hormones to transition. Okay, so it's just so uh, they are identification transition. Yes, they are biologically male, mm-hmm. and they are setting you know record times for the female heats, mm-hmm. and they w- these times wouldn't even be a varsity time for men's. Really? Yes. Wow, I believe that. I believe that. I'm not going to comment on whether or not it's good or bad. No, but... I, I'm 
not going to get into the controversial of it. Yeah. Everyone knows why it's controversial. Yeah, There's yeah. no reason for us to. Then that know, Bill go into didn't that. Bill Nye get into a bunch of shit because he did a Bill episode. Nye back in like the Bill Nye the Science Guy thing at one point said you are male or you know you are male or female. Yeah. And in Bill Nye Saves the World, he talked about how it's actually more of a spectrum. Okay. People freaked out. I remember that being yeah. A big people deal. call him a big hypocrite and whatnot, and that's just kind of like science is evol- science is always evolving. That yeah, was yeah, what yeah. that was what science was, you know, when he was teaching that. Yeah. And so, now it's different. And now science has changed to basically. I'm not sure if science has you know corroborated that trans is like legitimate or whatnot. Yeah. But science is more on that side now. Yeah, it's a definite. And also the Bill Nye Saves the World is a lot more social and political than Bill Nye the Science Guy was. Than just pure... Yeah, Bill Nye the Science Guy was just trying to teach kids science. Numbers, yeah. It was just like, hey, here, you pour baking soda Mm -hmm. and vinegar together and check out the reaction. That's cool. Yeah. Obviously not just that simple, but... um, Yeah, I have no idea where that went. I had a a bunch of friends who always... uh, Healthy living, because Mm -hmm. that's the kind of culture it is, which was great. Um, There was a lot of people who were very... different with their views on Mm -hmm. gender slash sexuality Mm -hmm. like i never knew what a cisgender was you could have just isn't cis where you don't identify with anything no cis is normal okay whoa 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 sir it's not normal you fucking you 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 (laughs) You, cookie cutter piece of shit white privilege um no cis cis, is heterosexual cis cis is yeah a person who identifies as man is attracted to someone who identifies as woman and vice versa okay um i never knew what that word meant until forever and i just learned the other like today when i was listening to a different podcast what pansexual is isn't pansexual just your everything i don't even know yeah it so, sounds like it means you're everything so homosexual means you you like person who mm-hmm. is the same gender as you regardless yep. of what that yeah, gender pansexual is. is you like anyone yeah male male female no female. it's even more than that so that's what the thing was talking about in the podcast like bisexual is you like men and women you just mm-hmm. find both genders attractive mm-hmm. pansexual is you find any Human type being. of identification in any way attractive. Yeah. So that's for pansexual is for the people who think bisexual is too restrictive on saying mm-hmm. man and woman and allowing it to open it up to. So it's like a political, it's like politically charged bisexual. Yeah, kind of. It's just, you know, hey. It's like you're not willing to say that this person who is, you know, biologically male identifies as female. Yeah. Is not a female or a male. Yeah, you just think they're hot. Yeah, you're just like, <laughs> you're, just, I, you're just like, I'd hit that. Yeah, you're just like, I want to bang it. Kind of like how Craig is attracted to women, but loves penises. Bingo. Who doesn't love a good penis? Most people. They're pretty ugly. Yeah, they're funky. I feel like women don't even love penises. Human they just bodies have to exist. are just funky. That's just, that's just. I don't know. I mean, this might be my heterosexual male opinion, but oh, a woman's man. body actually looks good. I think my own dick looks gross. You know, you know what that sounds like? privilege exactly all right yeah it's, it's my old soul you're a real old soul with that you got a lot my, of uh, what, what, what's up, the term uh aggressive max masculinity that's yeah something like, something something like that yeah i also disagree with a lot of that i think when talking about okay so animals have animalistic behaviors whatever that's cool evolutionary mm-hmm. traits and that's great and mankind has come to a point where we are allowed to use our intelligence and self-awareness to overcome that. Mm-hmm. Cool. But I st- I think it's wrong to completely discount the evolutionary side of it. To just completely throw away that when I see a big old booty and I get a raging <laughs> erection and you're like, that's fucked up, man. That's <laughs> like, you're like, no, th- I can't. That just happened. They're like, no, that was trained into you by yeah. this culture. And I'm like, no, I want to make a baby. <laughs> that's what my body wants to do. Fuck off. 
Yeah. I get very, I, I, I don't, I completely get the logical side. And we are, we are a intelligent species who can totally overlook anything that is like a more baser instinct. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's right to claim that baser instincts are completely wrong and all this other bullshit. I don't think they are. No, they're, they're there's not. Th- there's definitely something to it. No, no, yeah. But, you know, if you ever, you know, you'll hear the argument from the people who are just straight up bigotry assholes who are mm-hmm. just like, nope, man and women make babies and it's totally fine to like a big pair of boobies because that's attractive and you want to, it's like a bird showing off colors. You want, yeah. like, you'll hear that argument and it's fucked up the way they pitch it. You got to pray off the gay man. You got to pray the gay away. But there is a, it's so hard to defend it, but there is a part of it where it just, we do have animalistic tendencies. Mm-hmm. Everyone does. Everything does. And to completely discount it, I think is kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That might be too too hot topic. That might be too hot to talk Yeah, it's about. a little bit too controversial. You gotta, I'm just saying. You got to keep it shallow. If I see a big old booty. You're going for it. You're hopping I, right on. I want it. I want it so bad. But Th- it doesn't even matter. doesn't matter what the booty belongs to. I just, you want, just, that just want that booty. I'm a booty guy. <laughs> That's not what can I say. I feel like, I feel like most people are ass guys. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. 90% of the people I ask, you know, tits or ass to, mm-hmm. most of them say ass. And they all give the exact same reason. What's that? It's always, I like something nice to grab onto. Well, okay, but so boobies are more fun to to, to fetishize, but... I don't even agree with that. They're, they're so much different than just a big old booty. Mm-hmm. Like, a perfect booty is just perfect booty. There is no such thing as perfect boobies. They're just all they're, perfect. They're, there's a spectrum there. See, you get me? Yeah, it's the range. It's all about spectrums, but... Let's drop the chit. Let's drop the masculine chit chat. My wife's home. Yeah, ladies coming home. We can't. We can't uh, be offensive anymore. And we'll wrap it up here. Any final thoughts? Um, I didn't realize well, we were past an hour. So uh, I, I do have a question real quick before uh, we do this. Is there anyone you are excited to see when you go back to this reunion? So it's not my grade. Yes, but I imagine but it's one grade ahead of you. You probably need people. Yeah, Greg, my best friend, is in the grade. My wife came from. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, and it's a small school. You have no choice but to know him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I'm. There will be certain people that if they don't show up, I'll be kind of bummed out mm-hmm. about. Um, like Greg, obviously, I'm hoping shows up. I'll see him when I go home, no matter what. We go to his yeah. house, and I hope he shows up. But there's friends from like. Yeah, I'm talking about people that you know you don't really talk to, you know, you know, but you were, you know, you remember them fondly from high school. Who you want to be there? I don't know. Um, in that grade specifically, anyone I play video games with still every now and again on Xbox. But outside of that, I wouldn't say there's. In, in my own grade, yes. I can't wait for mine, and I hope it happens, but there's a good chance it doesn't. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people I want to see. But from this one, maybe one or two people. No one no one really crazy okay. that I'm all jazzed up about. No. Just because I, I make, I mean, from moving to Saratoga and moving here, I made new friends. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, nostalgia's cool. I'll always tell, but I'm also one to just, nostalgia can also be okay. overhyped. So what is the story everyone's going to remind you of that you did. Ah, shit. Um, I'm very well known for being the guy who dated Franny. Very well known. Is that that like a thing? It kind of was. Um, I mean, not really, but like at the time when I started dating her, I was kind of, I was the kid everyone knew. I was like, Mm -hmm. I was. The damn Mills boys. Yeah. I wasn't like, I hate using the term popular, but I was friends with everyone. I just, Mm -hmm. you know, if, if you were sitting there, I'd come over and chit chat and everyone was generally happy to talk to me. Um, but I wasn't the popular jock or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. And Franny was the hot girl in the grade above who dated older guys. Okay. You know, most of her boyfriends were older than her. So when I started dating her, all I got over and over again was like, what the fuck are you doing with Franny? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Cause I didn't know her surprisingly. Like 
when I started dating her, I didn't know who she was. I didn't know what other people thought of you her. Just I just asked her out. And yeah, happened. she was in our. She was just. She went to a party at my friend's house. Uh, we watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, they did a projector on the outside of the barn, and I was like, "Dang, she's she's a good looking girl." And I'm a pervy teen, <laughs> so I, I chatted her up on AIM, and like two months later, we're dating. So to me, it was I, there was no lore mm-hmm. of who this person was. It was just my. It was just Franny, and everyone else. All like there was this kid. Um, I want to say his name was Devin Clearwater. He was like a really good soccer player. And he was really chill. So everyone thought mm-hmm. he was really cool. He tried dating her. And for whatever reason, they didn't date. Mm-hmm. So, and that was right before I started dating her. So when I started dating her, they were like, he beat you up. No, they were, they were like, oh, is Devin mad at you? And shit? I'm like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I just know that this girl's cool and into me. That's, mm-hmm. that's all I got guys. I really don't have much else here. So that was one thing I'm known for. I'm obviously known for my bus accident. But like that damn kid who got hit by the bus. Yeah. So they're probably just going all, all going to talk about how he got hit by the bus. Yeah. Or random memories. So like, for example, me and Greg got into some sh- some shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Like every time the school did something like Halloween one year, we were the only people who came dressed up. Basically, <laughs> I was wearing this giant lion costume and Greg's wearing a big bunny costume. <laughs> or on my birthday on May 15th, I think this was like uh, 2007. Mm-hmm. Lincoln Park came out with a new album. So without telling anyone else in school, me and Greg dressed up like rock stars. I wore like tore up jeans. I bought a, uh, I think it was a, uh, uh, the mummy is on the, every album cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it uh, might just Iron be bu- Maiden. Okay. So it's probably going to be a bunch of stories of what you and Greg used to do. Yeah. I was, I was, uh, I was like the goofball who didn't pay it. Like I didn't follow rules and I just kind of mm-hmm. screwed around in school. That's what I'll probably, I, I don't really have, I didn't do it. I didn't stand out in any way okay. besides the bus accident and Franny. And most of them, knew my brothers better than they knew me so i will be just the mills boy one of the mills boys yeah they, they almost ever andy was the class clown and everyone knew him and everyone loved him he was great and actually when i my senior year he told me if i didn't win class clown he would disown me did you win class clown? yeah i won class clown. and uh yeah so so everyone Sounds like kevin was trying a little too hard i went for it dude i was like when that voting came out i was like don't you if you write something else in there i'll, I'll come for you and yeah. uh yeah, I got I got class clown. That was dope. I got it with my friend Andrea. I didn't I I knew her pretty well, but it was she was cool. I don't understand how she mm-hmm. wanted of the girls. No offense towards her, but I don't I don't know how she wanted. But uh, I also wanted to win best hair because at the time I had about this exact haircut, and uh, unfortunately I I fully admit defeat. William Fuller won it, and he had a, he had like curly curly hair like jufro hair yeah, dope ass jufro and a mullet oh god and the mullet came down past his shoulders so he wanted ironically yeah he wanted it because that was, that was... yeah it just worked out <laughs> but i really wish i had won both and i also wanted to win best eyes and that didn't work out either you i got, got you got some beautiful eyes i man. got nice eyes people yeah. overlooked it because of the charm <laughs> you know that's the twinkle got, doesn't got, come from here you got eyes you got eyes that you can't <sighs> put a color on i know Boy, do I know it. But yeah, anyways, that's, that's, I don't think anyone will really be like, oh, Kevin, remember that time mm-hmm. you, I don't think that'll happen. Okay. I hope. And if it does, I'll report back. Okay. But that'll be my homework for the weekend. Yep. That's why I gotta, I gotta hear the stories. Yeah. Yeah. I'll talk about it. Oh. And of the 25 people who show up. Uh, otherwise, this has been a pretty old school episode of uh, Man in the Machine. The two, two buddies chit-chatting on the chairs. I'm Kevin. I'm Jake. And thanks for listening. Bye.